ponytail. I can't tell if it's the collar or the ponytail. Jared. Such a badass ponytail. I don't know. I don't know what the best part of Jared's background is. If it's the picture or the Shutterstock. Uh, I really, uh, I really put in the, the the hours to get these right. <laughs> so good. Gene Siskel would be proud. Look at uh, White Mike covering up what he doesn't yeah, want to he see. Yeah, he the goods. <laughs> Mike dreaming of being next to Billy Bob. We all mm. we get it. He's confused. You know, one consistency. Uh, always confused. Confused, angry. Mm. Confused, perplexed, sad. Maybe I don't know. Always just a step behind. There was no fear in Star City, Arkansas. No murder. No killers. Until now. There is violence we've ever seen. What's the story on this Star City? You think it'd be a wild goose chase if you went down there? Welcome to Star City, boys! For Chief Dale Dixon, it's the chance of a lifetime. Follow me! After 10 years of busting people, toms, and stop sign runners, I'd kind of like to take a crack at the big time. These are dangerous people we're dealing with. Get your hands up! Last night, some folks killed a Texas State Trooper. Looks like they're headed our way, boys. Yeah, I've never seen Dale this excited before. He's waiting on the bad guys with a kid waiting for Christmas. But his first shot at the big time. I think he looks at y'all like you're some kind of heroes. Well, we're, we're far from that. Might be his last. We're gonna be cool. Damn, this could be a big one. We're gonna play it by ear. Somebody's gonna die. We're not gonna kill him unless we have to. <laughs> Sometimes, the difference between living and dying is one false move. All right. Uh, we're back with our Criterion expert, uh, Dave, from <laughs> Offscreen Death. Uh, did you say this was a Criterion, Dave, or no? No, it is not. No. That's surprising to me. It, this one. It, this feels like the type of genre movie you, you totally. dust off and you put in your collection. Totally. No, I paid to rent this. Unlike your usual co-host, who won't pay for anything, I forked over my $4 for the memory of Bill Paxton. I felt like mm. he was owed that. No, it's a it's a weekly struggle, every week. <laughs> what do you mean I have to rent a movie? I have food and children supplies. <laughs> <laughs> what is children supplies? Children supplies? <laughs> I forgot that his kids are too old for diapers. I was about to say diapers, so I had to abort in the middle of my stupid thought. <laughs> okay, let me uh, let me redirect uh, to Dave, who you know we've all been podcasting, you know, since was that like 2014. Yeah, on and off. Uh, I believe Haro started the same <clears throat> same year. Now he had the same amount of children. There's not been a birth since then. Why? <laughs> why is it getting harder? To schedule with him because God, of, I thought you were going to quiz me on how many kids he had. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I think he's got, I think three, I think. <laughs> only two that live with him. Yes. At least. If yes. he's got more than that, only two are. <laughs> yes. But yeah, as they get older, I'm like, why is this becoming more difficult? Because you were just knocking out podcasts when they were yeah. helpless, defenseless, crying. And I'm assuming he's ignoring their, their cries. They can't move, maybe. Maybe, maybe. that's the thing. They yeah, can't open can doors just put then. Them far away in another room. Where it won't interrupt the audio, which he is so mm. precious about. Um, but now the content, like, not so much. Yeah, he doesn't care about he, that. He likes not his audio to be pristine when he's sitting stone faced, silence, <laughs> not listening. 
to anything or responding to anyone. Yes, exactly. But yeah, now they're mobile. You know, they can open doors. They're like raptors in Jurassic Park. They can <laughs> they can open doors now. So now he's got to really keep a close eye on them. So maybe they could cool. hide in an extra room when Billy Bob and friends come to stab, yes. maim, shoot. <laughs> That's right. Uh, that sort of thing. Uh, so I'd seen this. I saw this a long time ago. And Jared has mentioned it before on the podcast. Uh, I think primarily when we did Bottle Rocket, we were talking mm. about how um, at the MTV Movie Awards, they used to feature, they would have a Best New Filmmaker Award. And oh. Wes Anderson won in 96 or 7, whenever they honored uh, Bottle Rocket. And Carl Franklin here won for One False Move. So you're getting some really interesting movies, yeah. getting like, you know, five or six minutes on, you know, a show that was awarding Best Kiss, best kiss or yeah. best, <laughs> best Duo or something. You know, Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones from Batman Forever. <laughs> now here's Wes Anderson with, you know, one of his soon-to-be criterions. Uh, so that's how I heard about it as like mm. a 10-year-old. I'm like, oh, what is this cop movie that MTV is showing? And it's not – uh really primed for an mtv audience it's no. more like a you know it's like high noon or something it's about people waiting right. yeah. for the action to come to them i'm a big fan of this i'm wondering about jared though because <laughs> why <laughs> because i see you identifying maybe too much with the billy bob character where it all just becomes too stressful and annoying for you trying to, <laughs> just trying to do this simple thing where you want your woman to not run away again to to the mm. south can we just sell these drugs will these people just give us the money why are people constantly giving me shit like actually every stop from california to texas to arkansas people just continue to give billy bob shit and he has to kill people so i thought you might turn against the movie for that reason mm. i liked i would say most of this movie uh Honestly, the problem I had was the waiting on the side of the cops. It felt kind of um, incomplete. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I know that you're waiting for these people to arrive to this destination. Uh, that's part of the movie. But, man, I don't really care if they're having dinner together. I don't care if they're <laughs> shooting the shit together. Like, that, you the care about the, uh, the white... Uh cop in a small town with his uh, racial slurs. Oh, we get to that. Bombs left and right. Jeez. We get to that eventually. We get to why, uh, <laughs> why he's potentially racist later on in the movie. We can cover that later. <laughs> no. I don't know. It just... I, I failed to see the purpose of the uh, a lot of the uh, police parts, apart from just fleshing out the movie. I guess you can't just have Billy Bob kicking down doors <laughs> shooting people every minute of the movie, but... They got a fucking kid. God damn it. Come here, you motherfucker. Where's your goddamn kid, huh? Where's your goddamn kid? Fantasia, go look for this fucking kid. We can't leave a kid around here. I've already been all over the house, Ray. I don't give a shit. Go look for him. He might be hiding someplace. Hiro did not have a problem with the uh, Bill Paxton character. of uh, he calls Oh, him he liked Bumpkin, him, huh? Bumpkin Dell Dixon. Um throwing around the n-word pretty easily but he likes to have a good time <laughs> banging virgins out of wedlock classy guy <laughs> see with tyro i don't know if he's being serious it's interesting, you, you start you, you start your thought with uh this character throws around the n-word pr pretty easily and then you finish that <laughs> train of thought with classic classy guy. charming guy though <laughs> 
sins aside, I'd party with him. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm only slightly in agreement with Jared in that um, oh. a lot of the waiting... Well, so you're going to hang your hat on a dumb character, which mm-hmm. I actually do like. Yeah, I think it's so rare in movies. Special, <laughs> it's so rare that you just see, as you would in real life, just like a fucking idiot in a position of authority or power. <laughs> and it's pretty clear within knowing them for five seconds that they don't know what they're doing. Right. In movies, though, even if they're quirky uh, or a little you know, strange, maybe social off-putting, they're extremely skilled at something. Like, think of... Uh, like, you know, I, th- I think the one that caught a lot of flack, you know, five or six years ago, Dave, uh, you and I did a podcast on that was The Accountant with Ben Affleck. Yes. Uh, where he was playing a character on the spectrum and he's, you know, he's really good with numbers and also with guns and <laughs> punching people in the face. Like uh, everything else. It's like. Super powered autistic know, guy. Yes. He doesn't know how to flirt with Anna Kendrick, but everything else. Like he'll blow up planes, you know, he'll go into his MMA stance, all of that. So I, I will say that I agree with Jared that, yeah, you're, you're waiting and you quickly can assess the situation. This guy's racist. He's an idiot. I don't know if the soap opera elements of a small town, the fact that he had a child with uh, one of the killers on the run um, is that interesting. But I do I do just like him talking shit and then getting smacked back down. Like his idea that he would like to move from this small town in Arkansas where he pretty much can just – do whatever people don't expect much of him there's not a, a high threat level for him right. uh, he's like the high school quarterback where he doesn't have to apparently have pay his full bill pay his checks when he's getting breakfast and when he says he can say oh, yeah. keep the change the and he's dream. shorting them on the check it's 12 dollars. you know i can't count i'll see you tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure these people are you know uh, living paycheck to paycheck yeah. you know on uh not much. It means here. Dicking them over left and right yeah. for eggs, and <laughs> and he wants to go to L.A. and team up uh, with these guys and form their own mod squad That's or right. something. Super and cops. so, Jared, did you enjoy him getting slapped back down by these people? Like the sequence where they're just like they get like the fucking giggle fits about the idea of this guy in Los Angeles and his pained expression as he's trying to steal a candy bar from this fucking place where he never pays his check. <laughs> so much so the waitress is like, I've told you once, I've told you twice, you can't stand behind the counter. You're lucky you're I the just... damn deputy. You steal and <laughs> stiff me on more checks. <laughs> you have I did to enjoy have that. that stuff. You have to have that scene where he gets slapped back down because otherwise you spend the whole movie like, God, this fucking idiot. Well, this fucking idiot just like a hurricane. Get, will the hurricane get checked at some point where he's like, oh, I'm going to get this case. Now I'm, I'm going to move straight out to L.A. and fucking get the next Richard Ramirez. I got this shit. Yeah. No, you don't. Uh <laughs> No, you don't, Andy now, we, from Mayberry. Like, but I will say to the credit of the film, when it comes, you know, time to this, when we get to the shootout that mm-hmm. we've been building up to the whole time, he doesn't carry himself. Uh, you know, this is even like Travis Bickle territory, where he's like, "I'm just going to storm the castle," and I have complete <laughs> confidence in the mayhem I'm about to wreck on them. He looks fairly apprehensive, even though he does have the element of surprise on them. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that somewhere. In his stupid brain. Even he knows. This is not going to end well for me. I don't know if I want. I should have been doing this. I don't know. This probably wasn't the best nope. idea. Bullets are fast. God damn. Call <laughs> 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 the deputy. Sorry, police officer. Morning, guys. 
Charlie, this is Doug Cole. How are you, Doug? Pleasure, Charlie. This is Dan, Dan McIntosh. Nice to meet you, Dan. Uh, John, John McFeely. Oh, yeah, right, McFeely. All them Mac names sound alike to me. Charlie, you had your breakfast yet? Yeah, Jocelyn fixed me a nice breakfast. Charlie's a goddamn Yankee from Detroit, but he's a good old boy. Listen, Dale, if we talk to this guy and he's actually involved in this shit... I already told you you don't know nothing about him. I'm Dale. These are dangerous people we're dealing with. I understand that. Um, on that note of uh, uh, people and their <laughs> stupid brains, uh, I'm reading yet another note from Hiro. Most of them to do with race <laughs> here, unfortunately. Great unfortunately. Well done, sir. Yeah. Uh, this is, I'm just reading these, uh, you know, quote. In the gas station, Billy Bob thinks that the cop is looking at him when he is really just looking at brown sugar. I cackled. Most Like, half his notes are about how attracted Hiro is to the character of Fantasia. Uh, played by uh, Cinda Williams here. Uh, his first note actually is complaining that Billy Bob Thornton was married to this woman in real life. Why is he upset also, about that? He also <laughs> married Hiro had a shot, don't you know, with Williams. <laughs> yeah, back in 92. Goddamn Billy Bob. Days. If I hadn't been fingering hairy buttholes and juice. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Up. This is a uh, this is gonna be a weird insult. It should be a compliment, but I'm thinking Hiro. Uh, I'm thinking he was fresh out of high school at that point. If I have my timeline right, I don't know. That sounds uh, about right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to that juice episode again. I'll say that even if I am giving myself numbers, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna give Hiro the benefit of the doubt that he did not look like middle aged Billy Bob Thornton fresh out of high school. You are so not maybe her she type. just has. <laughs> yeah, she just has different tastes, dude. It's it's okay. It's all right. Oddly, he puts on the fight here. Not (laughs) for Angelina Jolie, though. Angelina Jolie, he would find disgusting. So, yeah. God, why do you let him on this show repeatedly? Like, what is... What what do you two get out of it? It's like observing a... uh, It's like two scientists observing a a patient. (laughs) (laughs) You're like Jane Goodall and... (laughs) Gorillas in the mist. That's... No, go on, Hiro. Go on. <laughs> it's probably less, well, I was going to say it's less frustrating to live it, but then getting the text messages five minutes ahead saying, hey, uh, I just threw two of my children in the tub. Can we record for the next 15 minutes? They, and then I have to go dry them okay? off. Mm. Yeah. That's I'll not be on fun. in 20. I am covered in diarrhea and throw up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm so glad that even though he wasn't on this episode, I got to be a part of that group thread where he was talking about his medical procedures coming up. Thanks for mm-hmm. that. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I was only, uh, I guess I should be glad that his uh, child got sick. I'll say that again. Yep. As horrible as on that makes two me different seem. episodes. Uh, <laughs> it was either that or him getting like really bad results from his colonoscopy. So we're taking the, the short term. So really, here, we're not being the long. nice here. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. For Cindy Williams' old hometown in Arkansas, and waiting for them there is the ambitious and cheerful local sheriff, played by Bill Paxton, who is thrilled to be working on the case with a couple of real Los Angeles cops. Here he attempts to interrogate the uncle of one of the killers. Have you heard from your nephew lately? Huh? Ray Malcolm. Have you heard from Ray Malcolm? Ray Malcolm. That's my brother's boy. I reckon I heard of my own kin. Has he talked to you lately? Huh? When was the last time you talked to him? Talked to who? Ray Malcolm. Ray Malcolm, that's my brother's boy. I got the local sheriff, whose feelings are hurt when the L.A. cops don't take him seriously, 
wants to bring in the killers on his own. And he knows where to look for the woman because he knew her years earlier. Lila. Dale. I know, man. Stop right there. Turn around. Turn around. Put your hands on the counter where I can see them. Spread your legs. As the dawn arrives and the two men possibly draw nearer, the sheriff is caught in a trap between his past and his job. So, does El Wapios treat you right? Yeah, Lila, she does. That's good. What's her name again? Thelma Lou? Cheryl Ann. That's right. One false move starts out as a crime thriller and then develops into something much more than that. The screenplay by Billy Bob Thornton, who is the redneck in the first scene, and Tom Epperson is masterful in the way it takes the crime as a starting point for a human story that carefully develops its characters and gradually leads them back towards the very issues that got them all where they are today. Every performance in this movie is just right in tone and mood, and the director, Carl Franklin, does a brilliant job of guiding this film out of its crime genre and right onto the list of the best movies of the year. I like it just as much as you did, Roger. Uh, I'm very impressed with this picture. I want to talk about one uh, the emotional way that this film works. We see it move along like a police following a story with little pulsating credits as we move from city to city uh, throughout the South. And each time I saw one of those credits come up, Star City, I, I jumped a little bit because I knew I was getting into a new adventure, a new place, and the director, Kyle Franklin, has a feeling for each one of these locations. We get to see the location, feel it, and then drop these fascinating characters in it, unpredictable characters. This one character who really stands out is the sheriff played by Bill Paxton. Mm -hmm. If Oscar voters will take the time to see this little movie, and it's little only in the fact that it doesn't have a big studio behind it to push it and send cassettes to everybody. This is an Academy Award caliber performance. The character's there, he's equal to it. Uh, it's heartbreaking, it is thrilling. They have a silent killer who's far more deadly because he's quiet yeah. and unpredictable. There isn't anything wrong with this film, it's terrific. Kyle Franklin, the first major film he did some Roger Corman little stuff, Amazing it's a, director. It's a, it's a terrific directing yeah. job. And you know that long scene at the end where yeah. Cindy Williams and Bill Paxton are in the cabin together? It could, we've seen scenes resembling that in the past that turn into just a lot of dialogue. These people are really talking about something, yeah. and it really builds, and it creates a lot of tension. And by the end of this film, you're surprised because it starts out with a murder, like a lot of the movies we've yeah. seen, and it ends up with a whole lot of truth about but these it, people. Yeah, but it also, it plays a contemporary. We talked yes, about folks does. not being in touch with the way the world really is. Uh -huh. This film is in touch with the way drug deals are done, the way criminals talk. Mm -hmm. uh, the, it, dialogue it's is, the dialogue is very sharp. dialogue is very observant, right. Coming up next, Poison Ivy, the drama of a troubled teenager, Drew Barrymore, who makes waves when she's adopted into a wealthy California family. Hello, Mr. Cooper. Um, Siskel and Ebert. I think Siskel had this it's as his, his number one of, the year. Yeah. of 92. Yeah. Jared, mm. how does this stack up? For Sober Cinema's 92, is this top dog or no? Because Siskel's saying this is the best we're going to get for the year. Jared is actually, I'm going to say it's a no because he's going to look. He's going to find something else. And well, we've I'm had some... <clears throat> We've had some real shit on here, Dave. You've not been privy at all because I've not been editing, but by God. 
And it's I've been rough. A fair amount. It's enough. <laughs> well, uh, shout out to Hiro. I've actually got to go back and look through to make sure we've done so many. Uh, so far, probably, I'll throw out yeah, one. definitely. I'll... Maybe Basic Instinct for me. Because it is a more enjoyable watch. It's more fun. This for sure. is great. It's a great movie. It's it's definitely uh you know it's in contention for the best thing that we've had this year thus far. I've not looked at the list afterwards, but mm. um, Sister Act. <laughs> shout out to Derek. Uh, Patriot <laughs> Games. Um, Dave, oh we're doing the crying game oh, yeah. on here at some ah, point. How do you think that's going to go? That's going to go. Sober I can't wait to listen to that. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I am prognosticating that Captain Ron, you'll see me at my best. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Ron. Oh, no. <laughs> wait, so you rank this above Patriot Games? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I'd have to watch Patriot Games again. I've not watched it in God knows how long. Uh I mean, for all the shit that I talked about, the the uh, police side of th- these two stories meeting, I, it's a really enjoyable movie. It, it got off to a really crazy start. Like, when they start stabbing people <laughs> very violently, like, you don't cut away, like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what I've signed up for, but uh, this movie's getting a little rough. I was going to say one big, and this is spoiler, so if you've not seen One False Move, <clears throat> since I didn't... Uh, share my copy with Hiro. I, I still have, I think a screen pass available on movies anywhere. I offered it to him and he flat out just ignored it and said, I'll go to the library. And then when the library didn't have it, <laughs> he comes crawling back, crawling back. No, no, I'm not wasting one of my passes on you. I've got, <laughs> we've got other movies to cover. So final spoiler warning. If you can, I don't think this is streaming anywhere. Cause Dave, you know, I think uh, you would have signed up for a free trial because you know how to cancel them. <laughs> yeah, unlike Hiro right. who lives in that's fear right. that he will, once he signs up for something, he'll be paying until his death. Cause he doesn't know how to cancel something. <laughs> they tattooed Netflix on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I don't know how I feel about uh, the fact that it wraps up relatively well for our idiot hurricane character played by Bill Paxton in the sense that they reveal that the reason maybe he has such a personal interest in one of the killers and wanting to uh, get rid of all the cops, not call for any backup, not bring them in to what he knows about her, like, and her family tracking them, all that is that he has fathered a child with her when she was a teenager and she was some sort of juvenile delinquent. He was in a position of authority yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of problems there. Pretty gross. Yeah, they just have her shot in the head by <laughs> fleeing Billy Bob Thornton, and it sort of absolves Bill Paxton of having to Deal with own anything. up to any of that. Yeah, I I don't I I'd, I'd forgotten that bit about the movie, and I don't know if I like that it's so uh, cleanly resolved for him. He is now <laughs> laying shot, I think, a couple <laughs> right. times in yeah. the road. So it's not the best day, but. Uh, yeah, there's going to be no ramifications in the small town as far as that particular controversy. I mean, yes, he is lying there shot, but he gets like, you know, he gets a moment with, you know, what we're to understand is his son. Like, it's it's mm-hmm. all very nicely wrapped up for his character, strangely enough. And I I think the thing that that kind of I was kind of dumbfounded by watching a movie where you're the closest thing you get to a hero character is dropping end bombs left and right. And I was just like, wow, you would not, you would not really see this anymore. I'll correct you on this, Dave. The heroes for me are the two cops from LA. 
because they are having take directions from an idiot fucking child yeah. Yeah. on which road, and then they keep cutting to their faces. <laughs> it, where one, it's like they it, want <laughs> they want to fucking kill this kid, and I'm like, that's those yeah, are the American the, heroes the right the there. True, mm-hmm. The true heroes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I actually uh, I texted. Texted Jared about this. I gained kind of strangely a new level of respect for Billy Bob Thornton, uh, knowing that he wrote this uh, and he wrote himself as kind of a worthless character in a lot of ways. Just gets shit all the way through and ends and ends the movie by getting shot in the ass. Like just, <laughs> I was like, wow, you didn't write yourself as Hurricane? No, I want to know the guy who dies by getting shot in the ass. God bless Billy Bob. <laughs> the only dignity, if you want to say that the character has any, is that even though before they even get to Texas, they're they're made aware that they've been identified um, from their crime in California. Um, he still refuses to cut that atrocious ponytail. He's like, nope, I worked for this, goddammit. I'm balding in the front. <laughs> I don't care if it makes me easily recognizable. I'm keeping this shit. And I thought for sure that his partner in crime might bring that up at some point, but I read into it. My own sort of one false move mythology is that he may have brought that up before, and he's like, nah, he's yeah, never going to do it. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's also not going to touch the ponytail. He's another one of those like that guys in film that I've seen in like a hundred different things. Michael Beach. I, I think he's like a really, really talented actor and really good here. And I was shocked that I had never heard of this movie. Like this was my fr- like truly an introduction Dave, to this. Where were you in like, MTV nineteen ninety two? What happened? I don't know. Um, but when you first sent me the text of the movies that I was going to have to watch, I just read it quickly and I'm like, oh, the new Stoderberg, uh, movie on HBO, no sudden move. Right. That's what we're watching. And then I looked at it again. And I was like, what is this nonsense? What am I? What you am sound I like Cairo now. I was like, I watched something from 2021. That's correct. And honestly, I was, I was mainly impressed by this movie and I, and I kept wondering, like, is it just because this type of movie doesn't exist anymore? Like the it would be a TV series, yeah, like a yeah, exactly. And I miss this kind of movie, you know. Like I, it's high quality, it's well written, it's well acted. Maybe except for Cinda Williams, I wasn't a big fan of her portrayal in this movie. I didn't think she was very good. But Ooh, everyone else, Iroh's gonna be pissed. Oh. Good, good. He could be pissed at well, home. <laughs> so fine. she is. She's the most evil character, correct? Yes. She's yeah. the one that sets up these people. She's friends with She's these people the in LA. They even get the door open for these yep. people that end up murdered. So. They are tied up and then stabbed, slaughtered. Uh, one is suffocated with a bag over his head. Horrible deaths. Yeah. And she says, uh, you, know, you don't have to do that, but not real committed to it. One, and doesn't really express great remorse <laughs> right. later. Like, oh, that's messy. Ugh. <laughs> more that she's inconvenienced about getting back to Arkansas. Like this is taking too long. Uh, that's the of, only person, the only person desperate to get back to Arkansas. Like Jesus, just let it go. go you to- think if you're making it back to a small town, in Arkansas, that's going to be your like hideaway. Like they'll never find us here. We committed a crime in Los Angeles and Texas. Nope. Um, shoots a cop in the back of the head. Uh, that really gets Billy Bob going. Yeah, uh, he gets real revved up in that. Good He's so job. Proud, <laughs> proud Papa moment there, I guess. Um, but yeah, I would say I don't know if I would say she gives a bad performance, but um, the film seems to treat her as just like a piece, like a, a chess piece between the criminals and the right. cop. Yeah, when really she is an active participant, like 
she's had a pretty strong hand in a lot of the mayhem and carnage that's been caused across the country in this crime spree. And I don't know if any of the characters ever really acknowledge that. Right. Uh, or if the film does necessarily. Hiro certainly didn't because he <laughs> was watching this with, you know, whatever uh, erection he can still maintain. <laughs> <laughs> He was distracted just based on the notes that he uh, he wanted me to look at because in his absence he wanted to turn his homework in. I did a thing. I, he's, I watched. I it. bet he's so he's so glad now that. <laughs> yeah, I have to well, read those for him. Your favorite person in this movie? She sucks. How about that, Iro? Sorry, mm. she's the weak link Jared, in the movie. Jared would agree that. Mm. Hyrule could send me his notes even on the episodes he's here for. I could read them back to him. Be better. And he would have no memory. Who wrote of writing that? Them. He would argue I didn't write that. <laughs> Sounds pretty smart, but uh, I, don't, I don't have any memory of that. You know, the part where you called the character thrown out around in words is pretty classy. Here it is. <laughs> you it's, remember never that? Never did that. Yep. Nope. 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 Well, I told Mike privately, we'll have to remind him why he wasn't a part of these episodes. <laughs> and that's like a week or two from now, like... Why would you cut my track? No, no, you just said you weren't here. Says who? <laughs> you from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Screenshots Mistakes of your you made Long, long time ago. Kids, man. <laughs> That's right. Just don't do it. Made the same mistake don't three times. It. Jesus. Get it together. So, Dave, would you like to promote anything? <laughs> Any other places where you are? Well, maybe <laughs> by on. this time, um, I will have wrangled... Derek, who you mentioned earlier, uh, when you do your sister act episode, another another father we're aware of. So <laughs> a great time to promote. That's right. <laughs> yes, see you track what I'm doing mm-hmm. here. Yes, yeah. uh, we supposedly have a podcast together called Your List My Command, and it is like herding cats getting that guy to record with me. And I just want to tell him because he'll probably listen to this because I know he listens mm. to this show. Uh, Day one, man. If if you just <laughs> if you just want to quit, just quit. Don't don't keep stringing me along. Just Here's figure out if you want a hobby. podcast or not. Jared, I'm in a uh, thread. I guess mm. the official uh, Your List My Command uh, thread. And I love nothing more than to now invite uh, Derek on for guest appearances where he responds immediately in front of me. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Batman. Oh, Whoopi Goldberg. Can't wait. Jesus. Can't wait to podcast. Been waiting for it all day, all night. Dave is a true professional because I did send out the invite in that thread for our very next episode on this feed for Lethal Weapon 3, uh, which, Dave, you also have a podcast where I believe you covered this, yeah, so yeah, I didn't I did. extend the invitation that to you, sense. so you yeah. can promote that. You know, we'll Yeah, I have another podcast dip. where we only talk about the third movies in a series. It's called Attack of the Third, and we did actually think uh that was the best episode we did was the lethal weapon three one. Oh, so. listen to this bullshit we're getting ready to record <laughs> it and he's like you know what is fantastic no 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 that the one. best episode of <laughs> Easy that content. show oh that show <laughs> so if you want a good episode just uh let me know I'll if you don't at least audio. hit a double you're a real moron <laughs> <laughs> Scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, a single malt, blend livid, blend fitting, perhaps, maybe a blend gown, any blend. I'm Rumgorn. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. I mean, we are playing with our version of uh, Jack 
was whenever Hyro's on. So uh, I don't know. Maybe if his kids get sick again, we can we can we can hit that double. Yeah, but. there you go. <laughs> I'm just very I'm just very annoyed that neither of you I I don't think like on the episode mentioned that I showed up character in mind with my background. Not a not a single mention. That's all going to be the the audio mm-hmm. uh, when I, I play the supercut of Hey Bobby. <laughs> it's like three or four minutes long. Like it's just a mashup of every it's single time for that movie. And uh, yeah, I have to cut out different ones because I'm like I can't play this. You can't play the thing. same one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you yeah. can't repeat yourself. Uh, my favorite one to drop whenever you're you're mentioned <laughs> is. Uh, uh, I think it's like now. Do you understand? Like it's something <laughs> like it's it's the lecturing. Hey, Bobby. That I, I mean, like that's yeah. That that tracks. That that fits. Yo, Bobby! you to do bobby i want you to hit a home run for me bob i'm serious as a heart attack bobby that's pretty serious isn't it you know there comes a time in everybody's life bobby when you have to stand up for something so bobby i'm watching you and if that picture goes easy on you i'm gonna kill your fucking kid surprise surprise hey bobby now do you care Tighter up bobby Bobby. 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 Bobby.